Welcome to the Snowboarding Podcast, All I Really Need to Know I Learned from Snowboarding. I'm Chris Rogers. And I'm Nick Alfieri. This is the podcast where myself and Chris talk about all the life lessons we've learned from snowboarding, not just the good ones, but some of the struggles we've had along the way. So please stay tuned for this week's episode. All right, this episode of All I Really Need to Know I Learned from Snowboarding, we're talking about ways to get better at emotional intelligence. Last week, we talked about what emotional intelligence is, some ways you might see it affecting your job as an instructor, how you actually function on a day-to-day basis and teach lessons, but this episode being more about tips, things that maybe we do, things you could do to help improve your levels of emotional intelligence. And this is really huge as you look at instruction as a career, but also for for personal life. I mean, that's one of those areas that really helps with both personal and professional development. How do you make yourself a better people person? Yeah. When you look at people who have had a big impact in your life, whether it's your instructor life or your personal life, most of the time, those are people who have pretty high levels of emotional intelligence. And it's something we can learn to do. And we talked a little bit about it on the last episode, as far as there's kind of or used to be a thought that you couldn't learn emotional intelligence, you couldn't learn people skills, you had to just be naturally born with that, but you really can. So to start, one thing that I know I try to do and try to coach people to do for helping them grow in emotional intelligence is reflect on every single day. When you get home after you've taught, you've got to reflect and really take that time to actually think about what is it I did today, how did I go about doing it, and identify not just the great things. It's really easy to walk away from a good lesson and be like, oh, I'm so amazing, I'm so awesome. What are the things that you didn't do so hot on? And what are the things that you could have done better with? Be really real with yourself, and at the end of every day, give yourself some time to reflect on your performance, reflect on the decisions you made, play out some scenarios of if you would have done things differently, how you think that would have played out, and then use that information to help you next time you teach. It's funny, I almost think of the teaching cycle, and you build a lesson plan, you teach the lesson, you have practice time, and then you assess how that's going, and you make a new plan for how you're going to go with the next progression of teaching. And it's kind of similar. If you never take that time to reflect on how you're doing, what were the strengths of the day? What were the challenges of the day? How could you have done better? How did you do well? If you don't take that time to reflect, you're really not creating the mental space to grow and to redirect or to build on your emotional intelligence and start looking for ways to to better yourself. Some people even keep a journal. I know some instructors who have kept journals of every lesson they've taught, similar to diving. You know, you keep a dive journal or people who skydive, you keep a skydiving journal, log every single skydive you do or dive you do. And that's such an important thing in self-reflection to actually be able to know what you would do differently. So if you need to keep a journal, that's a great thing. Otherwise, at least just making space at the end of the day to reflect is super important. Another thing I think about when I'm looking at uh, building emotional intelligence is seeking feedback. Seeking feedback is so important because people with high levels of emotional intelligence can take feedback, whether it's good or bad. Doesn't mean they agree with the feedback always, but they can put themselves in the person's shoes who's giving the feedback and say, I understand that from your perspective, this was good and this was not so good. And it's that's what emotional intelligence really is about. So seeking feedback is a great exercise for you to develop emotional intelligence. And seeking feedback from people who aren't always just going to praise you. 
<laughs> it's so important to get critical feedback if you really want to get better. I think this is the single most important way to develop yourself. You have to hear challenging viewpoints. You have to hear challenging feedback about yourself. You have to be willing to challenge your worldview and to let yourself be vulnerable enough to hear that feedback, even if it's not building you up, or especially when it's not building you up. That one of the major traits of emotional intelligence is being able to self-assess, and one of the ways to grow through self-assessment is to challenge your view of how you performed against someone else's view of how you performed. So I might think my day went really well, and then I sit down and chat with my buddy Nick, Nick says, hey, you know, when you said this, that came across a little bit like this. And now I have two viewpoints and I can, I can measure my own self-assessment versus my friend's self-assessment. And if you're doing that repeatedly with multiple people through your week, through your month, whether that's in your, in your work life, in your personal life, taking that time to measure your own assessment against other people's assessment lets you place where your assessment is. And this is a huge piece for growing your self-assessment for growing your ability to take feedback uh, and for really in the end being able to better yourself because if all you surround yourself with is people who say oh yeah that was sick you are going to develop your own little positive feedback loop in your head where you think everything you're doing is great and because of that you're not going to grow yeah that's also a great exercise in self self-regulation because when you get that feedback you have to control your emotions. It can be really easy when you're getting negative feedback to want to get defensive and really, oh, you know, um, be quick to anger or any things like that. But it's a good exercise in self-regulation as well to actually try to listen to what that person is saying and hear why they're saying it. It's such a good exercise in empathy too. Empathy is such an important part of emotional intelligence. Another thing I think about with developing emotional intelligence is really examining why you're doing your job. It's really easy to get away from why you're here as an instructor. What brought you to this place? Is it just a job for you at this point? Or is it something you really enjoy doing? Or is it something you care about and you really want to share with people? And the more you're in touch with your true core values, the more you're in touch with why you started this as a job or why you want to do this as a job, the easier it's going to be to be emotionally intelligent as you go through the day. It's really easy to get caught up in, uh, well, I just do this for the paycheck. And sometimes we do have to go to work to earn a paycheck. Actually, a lot of times we have to go to work to earn a paycheck. But we need to remember why we're actually doing these things so that we can tap into that original purpose. And that helps us be more emotionally intelligent throughout the day. Alongside receiving feedback or seeking feedback, I think another really important element for growing yourself is giving feedback and especially giving positive feedback where it's due. I think especially in ski school locker rooms, uh, we hear a lot of the negative feedback about people's days and taking the time to highlight uh, one of your peers that's done a really good job goes a long way to creating uh, a positive culture in your locker room, but also in helping other people understand that they're making an impact on their locker room or on the people around them. And, and I think it's, it's a huge piece of making sure that you're giving critical feedback to your friends, but also to, uh, to take that time to, to give positive feedback and, you know, look for those recognition programs at your mountain where you can give positive feedback when it's due. Definitely 
giving positive feedback to other people is a great practice of emotional intelligence to actually look at the things someone's done, think about the positive things they've done, then go out of your way to give them that praise. That can be an important piece of developing emotional intelligence. It's a good practice. So it's something you can do day to day, even if it's something small in your locker room or at lineup or whenever you may find the chance to do it. Another area that I think shows a high level of emotional intelligence is apologies. And when I hear someone really giving a heartfelt apology to a friend or a colleague, to me that says this is a person who understands the effect they have on other people. They, they have good self-assessment skills and they, they have good empathy and they realize that they wronged someone and that they are not too proud to go say, hey man, I said this or I did this and I think I, I saw how it affected you this way and I'm sorry about that. To me, that shows a really high level of self-awareness of of ability to to knock yourself down a few pegs and and to not be too arrogant to to say I'm sorry. And that's another really good practice you can put yourself in just as a habit. Find those opportunities where you can uh, pull someone aside and say, "Hey, I realize I affected you this way, and I'm sorry about that." And I think that's a really good way to grow your emotional intelligence. Apologizing is a great exercise to grow emotional intelligence. I definitely agree with that. So these are just a few tips myself and Chris have for developing emotional intelligence in your job as an instructor. If you have any stories or any things that you've done that you feel like you've had success with good emotional intelligence, or even if you have some stories or things that you've done where you felt like you didn't hit the emotional intelligence nail on the head and had a reaction or something happen from that, please share that with us at our email address. That wraps us up for this week's episode. Hope you enjoyed this episode on developing better emotional intelligence. Next week, we'll be joined by a special guest for an episode on recovering from injuries. Look forward to sharing that one with you. So stay tuned for next week's episode. All I Really Need to Know I Learned from Snowboarding is a podcast by me, Nick Alfieri. And me, Chris Rogers. If you have thoughts on this week's episode, we'd love to hear from you. You can continue the conversation with us and other listeners on our Facebook page. You can also email us questions, comments, or topics you'd like us to discuss at our email address, learnedfromsnowboarding at gmail.com. If you're enjoying our podcast, please subscribe, write a review, and help others find our show. Thanks for listening.